What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Rockcast podcast brought to you by Onyx Hunt Maps and Rockslide.com. Jordan here. And today we're going to dive, we're going to go a little back into an episode that we did when we very first started with Travis Bertrand talking about field judging antelope. Now we're here at the end of August and, you know, antelope hunts are going on all over and will be through September and on into October. And so I wanted to uh, to do one that's kind of, you know, current with the times on field judging antelope. So Travis wrote this article uh, on the Rock Slide website quite a while back. I'll link it down in the show notes, but we are going to dive into it and hopefully this helps you field judge on your antelope hunt. Really interested to get kind of your take on how you you do some field judging because it's antelope are really tough. Yeah, they're probably one of the toughest animals, if not the toughest, to field judge um, in the lower forty eight that we hunt. And yeah, they're extremely tough. I was I remember one time I was at my taxidermist and he had like ten and fifteen heads just lined up in a in a line. I'm really like walking down and be like, you know. A 60-inch antelope to uh, 85, you know what I mean? There's a difference, but it's like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's not. And then, like, the second pass is like, you know what? That That is a good antelope. So, yeah, again, they're just so difficult to judge. Um, reading through your article a little bit, it says, like, in there was, you know, mass accounts for, like, 49% of the score, which I think a lot of people thinks, think yeah. it has most to do with length, but it really doesn't. Yeah, that's it's huge. I, when I read that, I was shocked as well. But you know, think about it. Just like a sheep, you know, most of you, you know, I don't know what the percentage is on on a sheep um, in Boone and Crockett, but you know, mass is king. You, you know, that's why the boomed off big lamb score better than the non boomed off because you're just pushing those mass measurements just deeper back into the the bases, which gives you, you know, you might lose a couple inches on a sheep. But you're gaining, like let's say you lose, three, you know, a 40-inch lamb. Now he's 37 because he's boomed off. You know, that's pushing those measurements way back, which, you know, you're going to make up for and some. So kind of same thing with antelope. If you, like, lose one inch of length, um, you know, you're getting a, you, if you get a quarter inch larger down at the base, or, you know, each mass measurement, you're making up for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like, um, I think here it says, you know, a horn with a quarter inch larger circumference will score the same as a buck with a full inch of extra length, which is, that's a lot. Yeah, it is. It's huge. Yeah, it's it's funny, though, because you, when you think about antelope, you, you know, that's the first thing that you say, oh, how big is he? And the answer is, oh, he's probably 16 inches or he's 15. Yep. Um. You know, it's, it's it reminds me of deer. You know, like oh, how big was he? You know, talking to people, they're like, oh, he's twenty nine, twenty eight. You know, that's kind of what society, I guess, bases them off of. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk to a little hunter, and he's going to tell you, oh, he's a seventy inch buck. He's probably seventy five. You know, same with mule deer. I shouldn't say little hunter, but people that are looking for Boone and Crockett scores. Um, you know, you could just tell a difference because you ask a deer, oh, he's a one seventy buck. Um, same thing with antelope. Um, uh, just funny. Yeah. Funny observation. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. So when you find a when you find an antelope, uh, and like let's say he's by himself in there, you know, there's nothing else to really compare him with. Um, what's kind of the first thing you look at? So first thing I look at is length. Although I know that it doesn't account for that much, um, just to kind of base him off of. And what how I'll do that is a typical antelope has about a six inch ear. So I just take his ear and I try to you know wrap it around his antlers, or his horns, I should say, and see how tall he is. And that also, I also do that first because the other big thing with antelope um, is the prongs, not only the size, but the location. So if you have an antelope with low prongs, you're going to get that mass measurement, your third mass measurement um, above the prongs, which really kills the score. So if you could, if I could kind of judge the length, then I could judge how high the prong is. And if you could get that third mass measurement below, then your antelope's going to score a lot better. So again, ear is about six inches, and it's about three inches wide. Okay, super good to know because uh, with antelope, I guess we should probably talk about that for a second. Is the actual Boone and Crockett measurements of antelope? I believe isn't it you it's take from the, yeah. Yeah, so minimum record book is 80, and then all times 82. And it's just like um, sheep, you get four mass measurements, a prong length, and then a um, horn length. So those are basically the measurements for Boone and Crockett. Spread isn't even a part of that. You get goats that lay out wide and they look cool, but they might even not score the best. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same with a mule deer. You know, you get your tip to tip i think and that's about it but but with antelope you get yeah those are your only measurements you get your length of horn your mass and then the length of prong how do you kind of start doing your mass how do you how do you judge that so again i'll look at the ear it's about three inches wide so if you have a a buck that's matches that then that's good um another tip another trick is the eye um, I went and measured a bunch of my taxidermist about two inches. So if you can put one and a half eyes, you know, side sideways on the horn, then, you know, you're in the ballpark as a good buck. And obviously, um, and that's one thing too, with antelope, just like any other animal to really score them, you got to have more than one look. So not just, just a side look, but also try looking to see how skinny the antler is, you know, how, um, oval shaped versus round shaped it is. So if they're looking directly at you, you know, obviously, uh, if you see more antler at the base, the more horn, um, it's going to score better because it's more round instead of oval. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It does make sense. What is a good mass measurement for a, for an antelope? Um, I'd say six inches. You know, I don't know. I'd have to look at Boone and Crockett, but six inches and up is, what I what I consider good, and again, it's also part of where you live and what you have to hunt, right? Yeah, yep. And then moving on to the you know the cutters or the prongs, what's what's a good what's a good measurement there? Um, if you have if you have a six inch prong, you're doing you're looking good. So you could take that ear and put it sideways, or double up the length or the width of the ear. You know, try to get a six-inch prong, and that's measured from the back of the horn. 
that cutter measurement is actually you don't do it like a deer where you take like the base of where that point actually would start you take it from the back of the horn to the tip of the cutter right yes yeah that's correct yeah so that's even different than honestly that's different than what i thought yeah, which is kind of interesting because a lot, most other species, it's basically what branches off of the beam. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. And then I know length, lengthwise, you know, you're talking about you take the ear and just try to see how many times, you know, you could get that ear up and, and get a decent um, length estimate, I guess. Do the goats with a good length, do they usually really um, hook over? Nice, or have you seen goats that had really good length, but they didn't really have good hooks on them? I think it really depends on location. Like I've seen a lot of tall antelope in Nevada that don't hook as much. You know, they're just super tall antelope and they have like a little curl. And then I've seen really tall antelope in Wyoming that, you know, they have just that big curl and, you know, they're 15 inch antelope, 16 inch antelope, but you know, it's because they curl so much. So, you know, antelope is so cool because it's so different. You know what I mean? They're just some lay out flat, some heart shaped, some stick out, you know, above, uh, ahead of the nose. They're just a cool animal. One of my favorites, honestly. Yeah, they, they are really cool. And like you were saying earlier, it's crazy because the difference between even like a 10 inch difference between two antelope really isn't that much. Like when you're looking at them. There's not that much difference. Exactly. All right. Onyx Hunt Maps, one of the probably most used tools uh, that you've got, you know, for apps and things. Um, Gosh, we have been hitting it pretty hard trying to get into some different areas, trying to find some like hidden access or tougher to access trails to get into tougher to access areas. And Onyx Hunt Maps definitely lets us do that if you use code rockcast at checkout you will get 20 percent off of your first subscription for onyx hunt so go check that out onyxhuntmaps.com forward slash hunt the next up is coffee black rifle coffee company for every day on the mountain and here at home i like black rifle coffee really like the ak espresso it's my favorite and then on the mountain um they do have instance but I really prefer the steeping bags. It's a little bit of a lighter roast. Um, the the instants are kind of a darker, more bold roast, but um, those steeping bags are really light to carry around, really easy to use. Um, put them in for as long as you want to get your desired uh, strength, I guess, of coffee, of darkness and things. And yeah, go roll from there. So go visit blackriflecoffee.com. Use code ROCKSLIDE at checkout. You'll get 20% off your first order or your first order of the subscription-based service that they have where they ship coffee right to your door. Now, have you guys heard of ActiveJunkie.com yet? I've talked about it a bit, um, and if you haven't looked at it yet, you need to go to ActiveJunkie.com forward slash ROCKSLIDE. Give it a look. Basically what it is, they have a website that is full of stores and like retailers and brand stores themselves. And basically what they do is they give you cash back for purchasing through the Active Junkie website to those brands and retailers. So they have like 1,500 of them. Uh, there's tons of things to choose from, from Shields, some of my favorites, uh, Moose Jaw, uh, Yeti is a good one. Um, they have Goodyear Tires even. And then they have Booking.com on there also. So if you're booking a trip, you can get a little bit of cash back through that. So 
go to activejunkie.com forward slash rockslide, sign up for an account, go uh, through a brand or retailer that you want to, make a purchase like you usually would, and then every 90 days, um, Active Junkie will send you either a check in the mail to your mailbox for your cash back, or they will deposit it into your PayPal account. So it is truly cash. It is not just points that you get on a website that you can only use on that website. So um, you can stack it with coupons from the retailer you're purchasing through or discounts or sales or whatever. So you can really stack on those deals if uh, you spend a little time and do it right. So activejunkie.com forward slash rock slide. Give it a look. Now, I love gear. I think we all love gear. Clothing is one of those things that we all love. Uh, First Light Hunting Apparel has a ton of it for whatever pursuit that you're in. Now they have new waterfowl gear that just came out. Uh, They have a whole whitetail line. And then of course they have their Western big game line that is ever expanding um, by the year. So this year they have their new Omen rain gear out. I used it last year in Alaska on my sheep hunt. It's really awesome stuff. Uh, They also have an origin hoodie out. So little uh, beef up from the Kalamath that they had. Nice new face fabric, super comfy. Um, gives you some more features like a built-in face mask, which is nice. We've got some new whitetail stuff for 2022 that's going to get kicked out here soon. And then the long-awaited waterfowl line has also been released. You can find that all at firstlight.com. And with that, we're going to roll back into this episode. Yeah, they're just so hard to judge, you know, and be like, oh, that's a good one. And then one right next to him could be 10 inches bigger and be like, oh, yeah, that one's bigger, but... You know, eh, you know, but when you're talking 70 to 80 inches, that's that's huge as far as Boone and Crockett mm-hmm. goes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, man, that's about all I had. Is there anything else that you wanted to kind of add with that? Have you seen actually have you seen um, body size? I guess has that played a role in like has it been deceiving sometimes because you just an antelope just has a bigger body size? You know, I have like last year I hunted Wyoming. And you can tell the bigger buck has a bigger body. But to me, like, it's like, oh, yeah, that one's bigger. So I kind of give that a little bit more credit. But, you know, t- honestly, I just go off of facial features of, you know, mounted antelope that I've actually measured, um, the ear length, that type of stuff. Yeah, so it does play a role in it, um, especially in that final decision. But I usually go off of measurements that I've actually measured. So if that makes sense. Yeah. Kind of averaged everything. Yeah, it definitely does make sense. Um, You just kind of got to hold, you have to keep yourself just looking at, um, looking at the facial features and adding everything up instead of looking at him and just being like, oh, but he doesn't, he doesn't look as big, but he might not look as big because he has a bigger body. Yeah, exactly. You're kind of guessing at that point, like, oh, that might be a seven inch ear. Well, you know what? Let's just keep things consistent and you know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. Yep. I definitely know what you mean. I think that happens with yeah. mule deer, really anything else sometimes is they'll have a bigger body or a smaller body or whatever. And then, um, you kind of yeah. could get some horn shrinkage. Yeah. And you know, I've been fooled plenty of times on, um, mule deer and antelope, I think are a lot more consistent. Like I killed, a uh, deer in Arizona and I'm like, ah, oh, he's probably 26 27 you know he's just past his years i'm thinking you know yeah 26 27 he was uh 24 that's just because 
you know, when you walked up on him, like, oh, man, I can feel this thing over my my back, you know what I mean? And then on the opposite end, I've killed a buck, like the buck I killed in Colorado a couple years ago. I'm like, yeah, he's 27, might be 28, but, you know, he's just, you know, they're just a bigger bodied animal depending on the location. And he ended up going just over 30 inches um, wide. So, um, yeah, I think antelope are a little bit more consistent, but yeah, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, man, is there anything else uh, you want to just kind of tell people to to look for when you're field judging antelope? Yeah, I just want to touch on mass a little bit more. Um, you could get mass two ways um, that could really make or break the 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 score, and that is like like I talked we talked about earlier the height of the prong. If you get that third mass measurement below the prong then that's awesome. Um, the other thing that people look over is the mass uh, uh, above, like let's say it's an average antelope um, as far as prong location. Um, just the mass above the the prong. Um, I've noticed, especially uh, my experience with Wyoming is the mass above the prong really kind of dies out, a little gets pencil thin up there. Um, compared to like lower, lower you go in the 48, lower 48, um, seems to have a little bit more mass above the prong. So just keep that in mind. Um, getting that third, I think that third measurement, um, any way you cut it is pretty crucial as far as antelope score goes. So, you know, you can have mass above the prong um, naturally or by, um, getting that third measurement below. Okay. Yeah, that totally, that makes sense. Um, and it'll, it'll help me kind of judge these because everybody, you know, wants to know what something's going to score before you, before you even go stock on it, it seems like. Um, but what, uh, you know, what would you say is like average? Like what, if somebody going out to Wyoming, what can you expect to at least see? Like if you see a nice goat, what is probably, what, what range is he probably in? Mid 60s is probably a, a mature buck in wyoming and again you know there's a lot of places you can hunt every year which you know that might be a huge buck and then you can you know they killed a 90 something inch out of there a couple years ago um but jeez yeah it's more yeah i know right um but yeah i'd say you know the i've hunted it twice in different units in wyoming and i'd say both places um they would draw units one took five points one took just two mid 60s is probably and i think that's pretty much everywhere your average buck would be probably mid 60s 60s to 70s um you get above 70 you start getting big and then of course 80s boone and crockett and if you guys want to see big antelope i suggest following pronghorn guide service um they kill some monsters and then he's always posting live photos of bucks and doing like a what do you think this guy would score thing so um, to get better at it, you know, it just takes practice. And that's one way if you can't um, make it out in the field all the time. Follow pronghorn guide service and look at a lot of big bucks. Yeah. And then when you find a buck you think is big, um, ground check him, you know, shoot more, yeah, measure yeah, more. Exactly. And, and you'll get yep. better. Yep. Practice. Practice makes permanent. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for thanks for taking some time to hop on and talk about this. I know we've gotten a few questions in the forums um, already about it, so we can post this up and then I'll I'll link everything. Yeah, this is always a good topic to 
come visit, especially come August with an antelope tag in your pocket. Yeah, it is. Maybe uh, we can get you on for a future one to talk about um, deer. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. I think uh, Robbie Denning's a little bit more qualified than me, but I'll, I'll, I'll do what <laughs> yeah. I can. Uh, all right, Travis. Thanks a lot, man. All right. Yep. Thanks, Jordan.